Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Hi, <laughs> right, welcome back to Good Cup, Bad Cup, episode 220. Friday record again, Matt. No guests. We just managed to just get ourselves ready together again. But hey, we, sometimes that's all we can do, right? How you doing, buddy? Back in a bit of pain. I'm not gonna lie, Graham. Had a bit of a had a bit of a bad week. My back. Uh-huh. It, it pinged yesterday, and it's been incredibly painful. Yikes! Incredibly painful. But you know, it, it's not too bad. I've got I'm getting talk- old. I'm talking to you. I've got my fiance by my side. What more do I need? Oh, good. Oh, that's always better when Chris is right next to you, because then we can get uh, comments. When when you're not being honest with us, um, Chris will always chime in and give us the real story. So it's well, always entertaining when that well, happens. He wasn't one of the people on the sofa, he doesn't. No. I <laughs> you did offer it last night, to be fair. You were lovely for that, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, I believe you want to talk about a drink this week, Graham. Oh, I thought we were talking about a sandwich. I don't. <laughs> I think I guess uh, got that uh, mixed that's up later. a little bit. Then. Uh, later, that's later, Greg. Oh, that's, but, um, that's later. Okay, but um, I, I did. But, but, but if you want to talk about 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 timing during Graham, and you told me that I was an idiot and didn't know what I was talking about, yada yada. Well, I've had to bring in some expert help here, Graham. I, I don't uh, remember saying you were an idiot. I, I could believe I said it, but I don't remember saying you were an idiot with regards to Prime. So I've actually had to bring in outside help, Graham, and an outside expert. Oh, is that why Chris is there? That's why Kerry is here in the chat. Oh, okay. That's okay. why Kerry, from, who is my my amazing co-host on, on Game Junkies and also on Dungeons & Junkies. Hello, Kerry. How are you? Not too bad. You see, I'm an outside expert. That's a nice way of saying I have a uh, problem with energy <laughs> <to> drinks. <laughs> I'm, you're, you're, you're an amazing person and you, you just have a single energy drink. The whole time we were at EGX, which, given how much they were giving away, is amazing. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's an achievement. Anyway, I'm not denying that fact, it's just a fact. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So Kerry's here to uh, to hopefully prove me right, Graham. Well, hold on, what are we proving you right against? Because it make, I get the, science, the inferences that I was wrong on something as well. well so what exactly are we discussing here? Well, exactly? the, the exact wording you used on the Facebook post was, I don't know what I'm talking about, regarding to Prime being disgusting and gross. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, then, let's answer the question. How many of them have you had? I've had two. Oh, okay. And when you made the comment, how many have you had? I had, had two. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. But just make sure I backed it up. Um, Kerry has also tried them. She's had, she, you have tried different flavors and things of, of mm-hmm. across the years. And you've tried the prime one and it does not rank very highly, does it? No. You see, I have a younger brother. He's 13. And obviously it's all the rage with 13 year old boys at the moment. You got some for Christmas. I tried it and it was not good. That's the nicest way I can put it. Yeah, I mean, two pound a can as well. And I remember seeing someone on Facebook actually bought a load for Gran as a equipment for his son. I'm like, you fucking idiot. That would be my post. <laughs> well, it's not just 13-year-olds. It was a certain eight-year-old who was uh, the first to 
to mention it. I, the, he was the first person brought it to my consciousness. And then like probably about a week later, it started breaking in England and that's when it got crazy. And then when I found out it was created by Logan Paul, I was like, oh, that's how you knew about that drink then. You'd heard it on YouTube because he's obsessed with YouTube. What? Oh, oh, how he heard about it. Yeah, for that, and it was yeah. being advertised at, at Crown Jewel, Graham, so. Uh-huh. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He didn't, watch, he didn't watch Crown Jewel. So oh, for Paul Robert, we're, we're shilling it everywhere, like, everywhere around. I'm, I'm thinking oh, I'm talking too loud in my head. The power of advertising was wasted on me because I did not recognize it from that at all. We were recording a show at the same time, Graham, to be fair. Oh, we were. I, I'd forgotten about that. That, that is true. Yeah. That is true. So yeah. what's particularly not desirable about it then? Can we can we be can you be a little bit more specific, Kerry? Is well, it the, the taste, the sweetness, the the car obviously the cost is ridiculous, but most of those energy drinks are a little pricey anyway, in my opinion. Oh yeah. I mean, every energy energy drink is pricey unless you're buying a cheap corner shop like 50p ones. Well, they were 50p the last time I bought one, just showing my age a little bit here. It's gone the one. I got to try the lemon and lime one. It was oddly medicinal in taste. It was mm. like sweet but medicinal. Mm, okay. Yeah. I like aniseed, don't get me wrong. But mm, not on that. Not like that. that. No, it was, no. It was foul. I don't think I realized it was an energy drink. I thought it was just a soda. Because I don't think that um, a certain eight year old would have been drinking it if my wife had realized it was an energy drink. They um they, they were selling it at um CXW Graham back in December as well. And, uh, oh, okay. And the queue was ridiculous for that as well. All the kids wanted it. It, 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 it reminds me of when Sunny D had that big, that big thing when it first came out. Oh um, yeah. It was basically just pure sugar in a bottle. I, I think me and Kerry are both kids that when that came out, <laughs> and I think I pretty much danced around the room with that stuff. Like a lot of Sunny D as a kid. A lot of Sunny D as a kid. Yeah. No, I haven't tried it, but the thing that kind of appealed to me, if anything, was the fact that it had less sugar than regular drinks. Uh, the fact that it had some coconut juice in it as well. I'm a big fan of coconut juice. So I was like, oh, this actually sounds like it might be something that's good, but no, yeah, perhaps I'll stay away from it. it if you're going to have it, it's so okay. You got to come this way. I mean, it's not all bad. It doesn't have as much sugar. And for those who are interested in that type of thing, I think there's only about 20 calories in a bottle. Mm-hmm. So that is a plus, but I mean, I personally wouldn't say it's worth the hype at all. I don't really understand anything about the influence beh- influences behind it because that's not really my area of interest. But <laughs> it it's crazy though, just because it's a product created by two two is it famous very mm-hmm. very famous people two brothers who <laughs> are. The biggest pricks I've ever seen on TV. I know vaguely who they are. Mm. But you can go into any supermarket now and it'll be like, Prime is limited to one bottle or two bottles per customer. And mm. the shelves are picked clean every time. Yeah. It, it literally resembled a scene from lockdown when people were, were, were ram-raiding each other to get toilet rolls. That's what it oh. was. There was a video um, circulating on Facebook of an older gentleman snatching a bottle out of a kid's hand. In Aldi. Yeah. Right. Wow. wow. Like, that's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. And, and he only had one in his other hand as well, and he just yanked it out of mm-hmm. it. The kid did get a bottle. We, we, he does go and you can see him get, him, get, him get one afterwards. But, I mean, how low you got to be to rip something? I mean, this is like, like taking candy from a baby. But I will say you're, like, 
pandemic toilet roll analogy was accurate. It was just like that. Yeah, and they're not good. In my we opinion. just never learn as a race, do we? Really we just not. continue to make the same <laughs> stupid mistakes. Last two years ago, it was toilet rolls. This year, it's prime bottles. And in two years' time, it'll be something else. Probably. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of... Um, I mean, you're talking about it's low in sugar and all that stuff. You can get all the zero energy drinks now, and the monster ones taste much better, and there's zero sugar. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. Thank you for um, for making your first appearance on a non-gaming related <laughs> podcast. Yes, it's odd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah. So, uh, while I quickly here, do you want to quickly quickly plug our stuff before we, so you can then you can head on your way if you want to. <laughs> what do you think? Yes. Okay, every two weeks you can hear me hassle Matt here and Alex, who happens to be my brother, <laughs> on Game Junkies. Sometimes we don't always meet our deadline, but you know, life happens. We talk about games and we've been talking about a lot of Pokemon lately as we're sort of making our way up to the newest games. And then several times a week, a few of us all gather around a table to throw dice and scream at each other. This is called Dungeons and Junkies. <laughs> It's a sort of game you tell yourself you're just getting too casually, and then you think, eh, may as well let it consume my soul. Yeah. You end up in debt to the dice gods, and you have a pile of editing as the click that rock. <laughs> the click clack rocks. This is only some of mine. Indeed. Or maybe that's just me. <laughs> and of course, um, Kerry also is amazing, and she also supervises the DNJ Instagram. Um, which you can find at Dungeon Junkies. And if you want to talk to Kerry, and you really should because she's amazing, uh, you can find her on Twitter as well. Yes, I am Shira Beans on Twitter. And honestly, I'm not as mean and aggressive as I probably come across half the time. <laughs> I'm frightened of new people. All good. Kerry, thank you very much for proving my point to Mr. Graham. Nice to be here. Nice to meet you. And <laughs> thank Matt, you, Kerry. I'll, I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, that kids. Where were we? <laughs> I thought you would just see. Once I found out it was Logan Paul, I just assumed that it was like, well, you're obviously not going to like it regardless. So. No, it, it's based on flavor. I'm, I'm going to dispute that it, your assumption that it tastes like piss, though. Uh, I think that, I think that's still probably not an accurate description. Unfortunately, I understand that you don't like it. I, I, I can understand that, but I, I'm not agree. I'm not going to agree with your take on it. To start with. Well, you can argue that one, Graham. You can argue it. Were you impressed how managed how long I managed to not do pretending to fall asleep when, when Kerry started talking about I'm, it? I was gonna say, Graham. I lasted pretty well. I couldn't do it. I was gonna say, I thank didn't you. Last the whole time. Yeah, she's a, she's a, she is a, she is an angel. But everyone uh-huh. out there, everyone out there seriously, do go follow Kerry. Do get and do if you and listen to her amazing stuff that she puts out on um on on Dundee because she is an amazing DM and she, and she's wonderful. She really is. Uh-huh. Uh, what's up, going? Do you want to talk about some wrestling, or do you want to talk about how your week's been? <laughs> <laughs> um, we could, I guess, we could talk about um that. Um, I'm kind of just disappointed that episode 220, 220 is clearly not a prime number. It would have been better. If I was just checking. <laughs> that's I was trying to look at if uh... that's right there, not a prime number. That's the title. <laughs> 
It didn't quite fit in. I was trying to work out in my head if 221 was prime, but it, we could have waited a week. But no, 221 isn't prime either. So perhaps if we hadn't done two episodes together last week, I think 219 might be prime. I would have to check that one. I was trying to work it out quickly in my head. Um, no, it's been a good week, uh, four-day week, uh, back to school. Uh, kind of difficult getting back into sleep habits. Just finally got into holiday routines and then suddenly straight back to school. Um, students been excellent this week. Did a couple of tests this week. Did really well. Um, no, it's been, been a good week, Matt, to be honest. It's been a pretty good week. So why don't we continue that good theme and let's get on to those good cop moments. Let's do it. Good. Bad. All right. No guests. So um, I'm going to let you go first, Matt. I don't have anything that's difficult to follow, but we'll we'll keep our routine as much as possible. What you got for us? Are you sure you'll be first, Graham? I'm sorry? You want me to go first? Are you sure you want me to go first, Graham? Because I think I might end up trumping you again as usual. Oh, well, in that case, that, that that's fine. I can. Um, I have kind of... Um, it was started with minimal notes, actually. And um, I added a few extra in to, as I was going along. But I think I can pretty much do this without. Um, I haven't watched a massive amount of wrestling, I, I will be honest. But there are certain things that caught my eye over the week. And I've kind of been dipping my toe in a little bit. One thing, um, bad cop moment straight away, I didn't even realize this. Um, I did mention earlier on a previous episode uh, that Cruel was the new IWTV champion. And I totally missed that apparently he was brutally attacked um, at um, an event and has gone missing. Nobody knows where Cruel is. People have reached out, tried to find him. Uh, couldn't find him, so they had no idea where he was. So the IWTV title actually was vacant. Um, they decided, as we can't contact him, he's not able to defend, um, we're going to put it up for grabs. So I believe this was the day before New Year's Eve. And this was at um, the is it the White Eagle Hall. I always get the one in New Jersey and the one in Massachusetts mixed the one up. one we went to was White Eagle Hall. It's not that one, then. Um, it's uh, perhaps just the Eagle Hall, then. It's, in, it's up in Worcester, Massachusetts, anyway. And I think it was called IWTV Class of 22. Um, you know that I resubscribed to IWTV. I mentioned that I'd done that, Matt. Part yeah. of it was it's always good to watch Beyond uh, Beyond the Crown. I think it's called on New Year's Eve as well. So there was a few things I wanted to see uh, this month in particular. And as I found out they were defending this title again, I wanted to watch see what actually happened on this. So if spoiler alert, if you don't want to know any of the results, then I guess tune back in in about five minutes or so. Uh, if, well, if you're not going to listen, that's going to make it really difficult. No, I'm fine. Um, there was four former IWTV champions in this match, and then there was four new people. And as it turned out, the four IWTV champions actually all got drawn right at the start and were the first four people eliminated. So we knew we were going to get a new IWTV champion. One of the people who was in that four was Trisha Dora. At this point, I'm like, ooh, this is pretty exciting. Now, I already actually knew the result before I watched the event. And spoilers for things like that don't bother me. Once I'd actually seen the result, I was like, oh, I, I need to watch this now to find out exactly what kind of happened. Um, the match was about 50 minutes. You know my attention span, Matt, can be pretty poor, pretty much like you right now, because you're looking at your phone and not listening to me. Um, but anyway, as it was going on, there were lots of different things that were going on, lots of kind of cheating people. People got took out that shouldn't have got took out. Ref missed people. Somebody came, got eliminated, came back into the ring, took another. All that stuff's kind of going on. Yeah. It came down to the last two, and the last two, one of whom was Matt Tremont. Now, if you listened to the massive five hours and seven hours of Good Cop, Bad Cop's alternative Christmas cracker, you will have heard that I took uh, Ryan from Blade Job on to come and talk to us about Matt Tremont. 
I'm going to cut to the chase. Matt Tremont is your new IWTV champion. I love the IWTV title. The fact that it recognizes those people on the indie scene that deserve that recognition, that are perhaps not at that next level yet. But Matt Tremont's been, he's been around for so long. Uh, he puts in a lot of hard work. He obviously has his own organization now as well. When I mentioned it to Mason, he was like, I thought he'd retired. And I was like, ah, not anymore. He comes, you know what wrestlers are like. For a young kid, he would have he would have understood retirement as you're not going to wrestle again. As an old hand, Matt, you know that that doesn't mean anything. Like, how many times has Ric Flair retired? We talked about this last week. Oh, if you're objecting to the word old, you just said your back was hurting earlier. So you can pipe down. That's perfectly fair comment. Um, but yes. Matt Treeman is your title holder, a very different title holder from some of the previous names in terms of the fact that he's a deathmatch wrestler. Um, and interestingly, he'd actually lost his two previous matches. It was his third match of the week. Um, he'd lost the previous two, um, but he actually won the third one, which was what he needed to become the champion. And his title reign is ongoing at the time of recording. So the class of uh, 2022, IWTV, I haven't seen the whole event, but if you have time, that 50 minutes to watch the main event, it, it was a really cool event. Getting to see former champions like Warhorse, uh, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, AC Mack, and people like that again, it, it was a really cool event. Well, it, it is cool, Graham, because, you know, Matt Tremont, you know, I, mean, I mean, I remember listening the first time round when Ryan um, whacked the report about, about him when he was wrestling for... Um, Oh, I'm gonna mess this up here, aren't I? Um, is it MLW you were listening for at the time? Mm-mm. Help me out here, Graham. You thinking CZW perhaps? I said CZW. Okay. Uh, he... I was actually forgetting. I was thinking of the one, the initial one. I'd done the ten minutes. I'd forgotten that the main event we did was because Matt Tremont was fighting that legendary Japanese wrestler whose name I can't remember anymore, unfortunately. Was it Anoko or something? I don't even know why I'm guessing. Inoki. It's not even yeah, close. Inoki. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Did I get something I right? Oh my gosh! I How think... did I remember a name from that long ago? Wow. I think I think you did get it right, Graham. Yes, you did get it right, yeah. that, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty cool, cool, cool moment, Graham, for sure. I, yeah, cool. it, I was glad that I had IWTV, and my first person I reached out to was, of course, Ryan. I was like, "Please tell me you're at that event," and unfortunately, he wasn't. And I was like, "All right, no spoilers." And he said, "Oh, is it about Matt Tremont?" I said, "Yeah, it's about Matt Tremont." And he said, "Yeah, I saw," and he said he was thoroughly deserving, and I totally agree. Absolutely. Right. Well, my good comment of the week, Graham. Um uh-huh. you probably saw uh lot well, actually everyone actually knows because uh it happened um a lot literally about a day after um Good Cop Bad Cop dropped last week. Um the match between Ludwig and Rudy Root and um Three Storm and one half of Rebellion um, dropped with um, with my comedy debut, and normally that would be enough for me to just say like there it is, bang, sort of thing. That's my good comment of the week, and yeah. it it was good. Um, it was a decent, it was a, it was a good match, a good solid wrestling match for sure. Um, and as I said last week, I did I did not just one, I did more than one match on the card. The only final <laughs> match between RKJ and Brett Temtex uh, versus um the Demon Death Squad went up two days ago. Yes. Both of them been posted on the good cop bad cop feed. So if you've not had a chance to watch them, they're they're there for you. Go go find them. Indeed. That match, the audio is much better. It's not quite as clean on the match with, with root of all tricks and um 
and um, Rebellion in the Storm. But um, the one I the semi final match, Yordo's crystal clear and it's wonderful. They they they, they sorted that little order issue they had out, um, and that's and it seems to have gone on quite well um, with people. So much so that Adam Paris, um, double time guest on this show, uh, I now have to call him boss. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, because and it was revealed as a recording. Uh, it was revealed about half an hour ago on Facebook. Um, it has been revealed. <laughs> um, it has been revealed. So it's no, it's no, it's not going to be a surprise to anybody at the time. It's going to come out. You're talking to a new lead commentator for CXW. Ooh. And I'm going to have to start. Into, I already joked with you because you, you let me know. I said, I'm going to have to start interviewing for a new co-host. Uh, you moved on to bigger and better things already. I knew you would outgrow this little podcast at some point. It was just a matter of time. And I think I said the same. I think I, I think I quoted Pat Nevin, the uh, legendary Scottish footballer. And I said, from? Oh, what did you... Pat Nevin say? I could not understand the word of that. Remember where you came from. All right. Um, your devil's advocate at one point was going to be, why is Pat Nevin so obsessed with his mom's fanny? Oh, I get it. I get it. Yes, yes. I had to translate into English for a second as well. Pat Nevin um, was on Five Live once upon a time and a Man City fan, a year after they'd been bought out by the Shakes, uh, said they were embarrassed that they might be involved in Europa League rather than the Champions League. They'd forgotten where they'd come from a few years prior already at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think some of them have still forgotten where they came from. Yep, that clip keeps resurfacing of when they lost to, I want to say it was like Sunderland, like 5-0 or something. It's not uh, that long ago. It's uh, like 15. They... It's probably, it was like 10 years ago. Borough, Borough, 8-0. 8-0, there you go. 8-0 to Borough, yeah. 8-0 to Borough. And then they, then they were brought out by the Shakes and the rest of the history, as they say. Um, yeah, this has been a really big deal for me. Uh, it's been a bit of a, a, bit, of a, bit, of a bit of a week. Um, but this has been very, very good fun. To, to do. Um, Adam missed me out of the blue, offering me the job. Um, the feedback's been good. There's audio comments on the post um, saying it's nice to see new blood getting a chance. And I'm like, that means a lot that people actually liked it. Um, all of the um, all of the um, um, IWC pretty much jumped onto the post and was, was, was DMing me, were replying to the post and things like that. Obviously, I shared it. Um, on on, I of course I did. I'm going to share anything I'm involved with. I've got a big ego to fill. Um, but uh, oh, and Chris, I had to thank Chris as well because without Chris, it wouldn't be impossible. Thank you for pointing. Yeah. Out. Thank you for pointing yourself, Chris. Yes. For being your chauffeur to the event. Yes, Chris. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, I feel like three weeks in a row. You've now been my good cop <laughs> moment. Yes, Chris. Thank you. But and and rightly so, he try he's, he's, he's smirking at Ryan. Good bless him. But I also have to thank everyone out there listening, and to thank you, Graham, as well. So without all of your support over the years, I would not be able to be living my dream now. Um, I will continue to stay humble um, because <laughs> just love I'm beauty for that. But. I, I'm I'm forced to stay humble, Graham, because if because otherwise, um, a certain a certain blonde-haired future husband will uh, 
metaphorically kick me in the nads and keep me in check. I did jokingly ask as well in the contract, can you make sure that you're introduced as Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcasts, Matt Willis as well? I will make sure I plug the show, Graham. I promise you that. <laughs> that was the cool. That was the cool thing for me listening to that. As it was, you were introduced by Paris, and it was like, "Oh, good, you told me the good cop, bad cop got a shout out." But that was cool to see. Did you? He also did it for the set for the my return to the final as well, Graham. Mm-hmm. The um, the picture that I managed to take as I posted it with the link as well, I wanted to share with people. The fact that you can see in the foreground, you can see the wrestlers, you can see Luna Tricks right there, and then in the background, you can see you and Pat. It just looked so cool to see you guys obviously at the same obviously we've recognized your voice, but to see you and hear you at the same time on a TV screen on an indie event was just was just so cool. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh I know I mentioned that um because the, the fighting actually ended up in our laps at one point. Unfortunately, Cameron didn't catch it. Um mm-hmm. but that, that that's unfortunate, but it, unfortunately one camera could only catch so much. So it's fine, it's fine, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And that first show, of course, was all unprepared. You didn't know you were going to do that. I, I'm assuming you're going to do a little bit. Though, but I'm doing a whole card. Yeah, I'm doing a whole card. Yeah, I'm assuming you're going to have to do a little bit, a little bit more homework for the next one. That's what I think. I didn't, I didn't think it would be like a chore or anything. That would be something that you would um, hard, yeah, love sure, to do. Right. It gives you a chance to uh, talk to the wrestlers, find out a little bit of information. Do what, what's more fun than researching people that you're going to be super close to like that and watching? Them? Absolutely, like, and it's, might, it's brilliant. I'm... Might even might even be doing a few um a few little uh, vignettes with people backstage and things like that. So, oh, very nice. You never very know. Nice. You never know. In fact, in fact, I don't get a chance to see it or not yet, Graham. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quickly show you now. Um, it's uh, this is what I, this is the picture that they posted for me. So. Oh, cool. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. To... Now I didn't. I couldn't tell because you showed it me pretty quickly. Did that say magnificent? Yep. Oh, I'm gonna have to mention to Jackson and that his uh he probably doesn't even remember saying that, but but yeah, Jackson gave me that nickname, and that's the nickname that I continue to keep. In fact, I was actually announced as the magnificent one as well. When I'm gonna I'm gonna play it sort of like Tweeter Face as a as a commentator because. He'll comment. He'll he'll like to come and sit on the commentary sometimes, and that's fine for me because it means I get to play off against a great heel sort of thing. Because one of the things I learned, um, watching the Hall of Fame speech, I know a lot of people find them boring sometimes. The WWE Hall of Fame sometimes, but listening to listening when Jr. was being inducted back in two thousand seven, Austin was asking all the kids as they were coming through something, "Do you talk to Jr. much?" And they think, "Well, not really." And he said, "Well, you should." Because he's one on the microphone, he's one that's got getting you over to the fans who are watching at home. People that in in in, in the state in the, in in the stadium, that's a better term. People who are there, they only know the person properly. They're, they're hardcore. They're the ones who are there. But people at home, some of you, Graham, for example, you probably hadn't heard of like the Demon Death Squad, for example. They probably weren't. They probably weren't massively familiar to you. Um, certain people like you know, you've heard of RKJ from a Knight Family and all this stuff. But reviewed so, him on MGB when he was wrestling at Dragon Gate Wrestling in Nottingham. This is the thing. This is the thing. But so many people wouldn't know some of the other people. And it's the great if I if I as the, the commentator know about them, I can get them over more. That's my job is to get people over. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always tried to do when people have guests on the show, try and make them sing. 
Yep. So yeah, um, my my good comment of the week is like, oh, new job. Just, <laughs> just as a reminder, then, when officially does your new job start? Eighteenth of March. Uh, okay. in, in in Chelmsford, in fact, um, um, Chelmsford, uh, doors open at six thirty p.m. Uh, front row is pretty percent already sold out, guys. So uh, mm. we're we're not even two we're not even two months away yet. Um, it is literally two weeks before I'm getting hitched, so that's mm. gonna, so that'd be like my last day out as Matt Willis, I guess. Um, yeah, and then it'll be Matt Lewis, mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward pretty to. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, we yeah. just need to get Paris to allow us to, uh, like, if you try and buy your tickets online and use code Good Cop Bad Cop, you get ten percent off or something. We need to have a word with him. We need to try. You know and... what? Do you know what? He's a, he's a businessman. He's a businessman. I know he is. I know. Yeah, yeah. This man, I'm sure. I'm sh- I mean, we sh- we've shielded enough for him already on this show. We've last three weeks in a row. I've shielded him nonstop. <laughs> uh, but I feel I feel obligated now because I now do sort of work for him. So I feel obligated now. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Graham, you, um, what about your speed check? Sir? Um, speed check. I I kind of realised I'd I'd forgotten that I never actually went back and um, watched um, Kylie Razor. Uh, debut on uh, WWE so I went to see Brianna Ray on the main event Um, Matt it was amazing I I saw it was only a six minute match and I was like well well, it's probably not going to be much it's probably going to be all Dana Brooke and it wasn't Um, she actually managed to get her character across I assumed she was going to be Smiley Kylie or whatever the equivalent is with whatever rhymes with Brianna or whatever Um, she was actually a bit of a heel character like um, Dana Brooke offered her a hand and you think all right as soon as she shakes it she's going to get a kick in the stomach and uh, she actually played the heel character and immediately attacked her as well so both had a chance to get their moves in great to see her on that event Um, this was probably three four weeks ago I haven't seen her since I'm hoping that she's uh, possibly going to appear on NXT you know I don't watch NXT as regularly as I should do Um, I totally forgot to watch Raw but the YouTube highlights Matt again longer and longer and longer it was over 15 minutes this week so considering you take out all the adverts and all the talk and recap and stuff you can almost watch the whole episode on YouTube now in 15 minutes so that's uh, something that's definitely good and um, Nick Wayne His name came up twice this week. I saw that Darby Allen really put him over on AEW Dynamite, which I haven't watched this week. And basically, as soon as he gets through high school, he's going to give him a chance to have a match for the title. It's like, awesome. And also at the event I saw from GCW, um, I believe it was January 1st. I think this was New Year's Day. Uh, He had um, an excellent match. Uh, Great to see him. 12-minute match. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I know somebody wants to talk about it in fan cop moments. Uh, So I'm going to let them talk about it there. But those were certainly a few things that stood out to me. Let me just have a quick look. I had a feeling there was one more thing. Oh, in that same event, uh, Masha Masha Slamovich versus uh, Cole Radman. That that was uh, always great to see them. It was a little bit underrated on um, Cage Match, but I I thought it was a fun little match. You don't always have to have five-star bangers every time. you got to build up the pace and that, and I thought it did what it needed to do as an opening match. But finally using that Fight TV Plus subscription. Great, we'll be able to just casually watch GCW. I I saw on Twitter, I was like, oh, I can just watch that. So I did. Great. Always good if you can just do, Graham. Always good uh-huh. can... Oh, can I give you a future good cop moment as well? Oh, go. I'm man. not sure. I think it's Jan- I think it's January 20th, I think I saw. 
Um, Cabanaman Dan is going to be making his debut on GCW. And if I'm correct, I think I saw that Rob Killjoy is also going to be making his debut on for GCW what? on that show what? as well. What? So what? that will definitely be a show that I'll be watching. If those, if it's not the same show, it's around the same time period anyway. So that, that's pretty cool. That is a pretty cool, that's a pretty cool cop, a pretty cool cop moment for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. Owner Cabanaman Dan is going to be, uh, Murray, was he for or against Pineapple? Uh, he was for pineapple. Hawaiian. Like Hawaiian. Okay, then I hope he loses. Right. <laughs> moving on to now bear in mind my speed check, Graham. The first thing I'm gonna talk about was it was until yesterday my main good cop moment. Of course, yes. Um and that's that the UK is getting a pay-per-view. <laughs> You can go. I heard, yeah, and not just anywhere. It's gonna be at the O2. Yeah, for money in the bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have mocked up the top of the O2 as having a wrestling ring on it, and having and having and having a. a it's not going to be in on top of it, on top of it, of course. But I mean, the fact that you mocked up for that is, is funny. Um, it's amazing how we had had one for twenty years, and now. The feedback was so good. They're bringing one the big five pay-per-views across. Um, yeah. The next one, the next one is the big WrestleMania, of course. Of course, that's 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 the next, next big one, Graham or Rumble. That be Rumble in Rumble in Rumble in the capital. Yes, please. But Money in the Bank would be great. Um, they are doing a special thing online um, where if we you can, I think it's um, like an exclusive deal sort of thing because tickets aren't on sale yet. Mm-hmm. So if you if you sign up to it now, you can do it on I believe, for this one. You can sign up for a Friday night uh uh meet and greet and um got and mini golf with with superstars, um ringside um pictures, floor seat, um and a few a little bit little bit of, few a little bit of pieces, fifteen hundred quid. So Chris, if you're still next to him, that's no, that's if, his that's his wedding gift he wants. Okay. No, 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 no. I do not want that <laughs> shit. I will be more than happy taking a seat in the gods. More than happy because the O2 Arena is not a bad seat. Mm-hmm. It's huh? a very very high up seat. Well, in the gods, yeah, yeah, but not a bad seat because it, it, no. it's WWE. The rings in the middle, obviously. Yeah, and. I've been to I've been to wrestling events and go to at the back and you can still it's still got a great view, so it won't be mm-hmm. a problem. I do not want a fifteen hundred pound ticket. Okay? Interestingly, I hadn't heard really. I hadn't really no. seen it on Twitter at all. Well, I knew about it because uh, Ricky Huron actually sent it to me. He sent me a picture mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh! And I hadn't. I was like, I'm thank you for sending me that because I hadn't heard that at that point. Now it might just have been I was busy and not noticed a few things, but I was thinking expecting more people to comment on things like that. Yeah, you know how those algorithms are, though. Sometimes they don't always come through in your favor. This, so. this can happen sometimes. I mean, you remember I said that as a that a load of wrestling podcasters are going to London for um to, or, or going somewhere to have for me for the Royal Rumble. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, now they're saying we need to we need to arrange this so we all end up in the footy for um for one in the bank. Uh, even if it just want to get a part, like no, we no, we should go to this, guys. We, we, we right, what what was the date again? July first. I'm going to be in England at that time. Graham, 
I'm not sure whereabouts in England I'm going to be at that time. I'll have to check. Right, I, I'm not that. sure. I'm not sure. Um, nothing, I think if, actually... If nothing else, we, I mean, we're coming to see you in July anyway. At some point, but we're, I have a feeling, I'm, actually, it's probably about a week after that when I'm going to be in London, unfortunately. I think I'm, I'm going to be on the west coast of England at that time, but, but I'll be able to watch London. it on TV. You are going to land at some point, though, yeah? That's two days after. Well, yeah. well that's where the planes normally land, so yeah. Well, I dare say that me and Chris can come and meet you for, for a drink or something. That uh, would work nicely. Good, work nicely. good, good. And then Jackson can take part in a double top, double tap challenge. Jeez. Oh, fuck, in, he's done, in Heathrow he? Airport. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, on the tarmac. On the tarmac. <laughs> yes, I think the double top, double tap challenge, I think it's more the venue that's in important so you don't get the police coming around so yeah well, we'll why is there we'll a, a, a grown man fighting a nine-year-old i know that's not really what's happening but we'll find a venue for we'll find a venue for it graham it's fine um ah, okay. other other things um dominic mysterio is engaged rippling must be uh good at everyone <laughs> in the comments is saying what about mammy what about mammy um uh everyone forget of course that she's engaged to buddy matthews of course so uh Fantastic. Um, and the last thing is Shelton Benjamin on main event this week celebrated 20 years in the business and they got a massive thank you, Shelton, Shelton chant from the crowd. Uh, mm. Indeed, he made his debut in 20, back then in 2002. Uh, yeah, 2003 was when he really started to do it with Team Angle with Charlie Haas as his partner. Um, yeah, I'm really happy that he's still going. He's that was to... actually what reminded me that I hadn't seen the Kylie Ray match. I saw main event. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if that Kylie Ray one's available right now." So that's that's what reminded me. Yep. There you go. Mm. All right, time to go to. The... We've done the good. Time to go to the bad, and we're going to go in reverse order this time. I'm not going to let. I'm not going to let you have to follow me. Oh, okay. I think I am going to start needing to get in that, that stopwatch because that was, I think that was a little over 90 seconds, but hey. All right, what you got for us, Matt? What's your main bad cop moment of the week? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, jeez. Perhaps I should go first. <laughs> Back, Graham. Uh, apparently. And unlike with a fan cop moment later on, he actually is back. What have I missed? Have I just not been? I haven't been on social media at all. Today. Morning, half past ten UK time. He was oh, already back. Up. He was back on the board. Yeah, get out of here. He, he used his executive power to his voting power under under law. Um, he's allowed to. He can. He can. He can dismiss people from the board at will, and did so. And he was back in power by half past ten this morning UK time. I told you this. I told you he was not going to let this lie. However. He has, and I quote from the uh, statement, he has assured and insisted he has no intentions of resuming any of his old roles. Um, he, um, and he has said words to the effect of, I am paraphrasing slightly here, um, he is um, looking to sell up as quickly as can. Oh, the only way he can profit from it, from anything for sale, is if he's on the board. Mm. Without that, he can't uh, take any. He couldn't get any. He couldn't get any any money from it. He would literally be out on his own. 
I would like to point out as well at this point is the main part of Bangkok because he is um he still has not repaid any of eleven point seven million dollars. Um, he is not chairman. He is just a board member. Uh, the chairman is still Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon. Triple H remains head of creative. Everyone is where they are, but at time of recording, we are four hours before SmackDown goes live on Fox. Which means about now, as we're talking, Graham, there is a all-hands-on-deck meeting going on at SmackDown. Rumour has it that several people are ready to walk. Oh, wow. And I'm talking big names. Oh, are we talking bloodline level names? or No names have been dropped, but this is what... Okay. No names have been dropped, but yeah. Um, it wouldn't be bloodline, because, you know, they... They're protected either way, you know. They're protected either way. But um, well, you said big names. So I'm, I was think, trying to, I'm thinking. I was I, trying to determine how big. I'm thinking along the lines of the people who have come back and been been rock stars since they've come back, sort of deal. You know, like your um, like your Mia Yims, like your um, even though all the different name changes she's had. Um, Candice LeRae, um, Dakota Kai, um, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, um, all these people who have come back into the fold, and not going to be completely happy with him being back. Um, yeah, so that's awkward. Apparently, and I'm quoting from his Twitter here, uh, the Snow King himself, Tony Khan, has said um, that he uh, that people haven't that people have never been as as, as uh, nice and polite and friendly to him as they have been for the last twenty three hours. Mm-hmm. Because people don't want to go back to WWE now with Vince in, even in the building. Of course. Uh, if he's selling up, then that would be good, question mark. But um, it all, it all depends on who would buy them. I mean, people are throwing around things like Disney, Apple, Amazon, Netflix. Who would who would buy WWE? Well, I think anyone who could afford them, to be fair, would probably buy them. Hey, uh, let me throw a random group out then. Obviously, somebody who could afford them, and they obviously like their shows, the Saudis. Possibly, and it, and if that's the case, then they probably want Vince in charge. That's the thing is that he probably wants. If he part of reason people think he's come back to the board is because he's hoping that he can exert some pressure to retake control. Uh, once he's sold up. Thing is, though, once it's once the company is sold, then it becomes an IP under a uh, for which company owns it. They could, in theory, shelve the shelf WWE if they wanted to. But it makes way too much money to not to, to shelve it. So uh, it would be a, if if Disney were to take it on board, bearing in mind that already carrying WWE in some places around the world, it would make a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. Literally, performance centers just down the road from from uh, from Disney World, it would make a lot of local sense. Um, they've got the at. Um, <coughs> excuse me. They've got the um, ESPN Arena. They got the mm-hmm. ESPN Arena. Um, so they could definitely host um actual events there, etc. Or maybe like make a move NXT there, perhaps in theory. There's a lot of things they could do. You know, 
I'm just curious. As I'm curious and a little scared, Graham, for what happens next. Sure, that's a a lot of uncertainty. Um, I don't think it's a big surprise that he tried to make a move to get back his company. That's his baby. He never I'm, wanted to go in the first place. I'm surprised it happened so quickly. That's what surprised. Yeah, I didn't like. I'd heard talk. But, um, yeah, I haven't had a chance to look at anything because I've been working yeah. all day and literally just got home. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. surprised to hear yeah. that as your main bad cop moment. I was not aware of that. Nick Khan, <laughs> Triple H, and Stephanie did put out a, com a statement saying they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they will be, will be working together to move forward. Um, uh, but they, um, but yeah, he has said he won't be, he has no intention of resuming his old roles. If he just wants to sell the company, then I'm not going to hold that against him. But at the same time, I'm thinking, like, are you that broke? I mm. mean, yeah. Anyway, I've talked enough, Graham, on Bad Cop so far. Um, I'll let you talk for a bit. Um, I'm going to mention a wrestler's name from Twitter, but I'm going to link into something that's probably not really wrestling related at all. And I'm not sure. I'm sure you probably have heard this because you tend to follow sports around the world as well. Um, Dwayne Johnson. This is from yesterday. Uh, so inspired to hear the story of Damar Hamlin being able to communicate by writing and wrote to the doctors, did we win? And they respond with, yes, you won the game of life. Man, it moves my soul that as he recovers, he's now feeling all the love yeah. and manner sent his way. So I'm going to give you, having said you talked a lot already, I'm going to give you a chance to talk, tell me that. So do you, are you aware of this story? Can you I'm tell aware me he's an American footballer who suffered a, a, a devastating injury. Um, and I know there's some kind of plan in place. They have, the game has been cancelled. It's not going to be replayed. Um, I'm not quite sure what happened. I think there's a lot of three different scenarios for what happens next. And that's up to them to decide. I'm not going to get involved in that side of things. Um, it, uh, yeah, he, it's a miracle he's alive. I'll be honest. Um, absolutely. Um, now, obviously, you're familiar with um, things like that as a soccer fan. Um, they said people have never seen anything like this on the field of an American football field, and possibly that's true. But certainly in recent memory, um, and I'm fortunately I was in America at the time, so I only got to hear this as kind of you're hearing about this story. Um, the Bolton player who was it the FA Cup final or was it the semi finals? I can't remember. Um, who are you talking about? Fabrice Mwamba, is that his name? Mwamba, that wasn't even that wasn't even, um, I think it was like fourth round. Oh, okay, but it was in the FA Cup then. Okay, I think it was the FA Cup, yeah. Um, and also, obviously, more recently at the Euros, uh, Christian Eriksen as well. Yes. So, um, yeah, so just like, let's say, earlier in the week, just like a horrible story, just how quickly life can turn like that. You don't expect anything like that. Obviously, a healthy young man, um, just one of those freak accidents. It happens. Uh, but thankfully, this one seems like, from the news that was breaking yesterday, that there is actually going to be a good end into this story. Um, all the other stuff that's irrelevant, what happens with those games is totally unimportant. And that was kind of resonating in my head as a moment I wanted to include. And I had to ignore your question a little bit earlier in the show, like you asked me how my week has been. Uh, Wednesday was actually kind of a scary moment. Mason had um, a wrestling tournament at a local school and he lost his first match. And in the second match, um, he was put down on the, he was slammed into the mat and you could see immediately that he was holding his head. And that's kind of one of daddy's big fears right now. Like, hey, if you get a concussion or something, that, that can be could be something that might affect you for a few days, could be a few weeks. But I also know students at school who it's affected for months. And um, he kind of stopped wrestling at that point. I was like, I'm hoping the ref's going to stop it. And he kind of didn't. He let him get pinned. And then anyway, 
he got up okay. So I'm like, well, that's a good sign. But he went across to the trainer's desk and uh, they kind of talked to him. And I'm talking to Mal at this point. Other matches are still going on or whatever. And suddenly a student comes across and was like, hey, look, they're calling for you over there. So we went across and they said they don't think he has a concussion. They kind of did the basic tests. Um, but monitor, he needs to go and see his, um, he needs to go see the doctor at school um, to get everything checked out, do the proper uh, protocols to make sure everything's okay, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yesterday, he didn't get the chance to do that because unfortunately that person was out. And literally two minutes before you uh, called me, I was a little, I was a little slow being online today. Um, I received, I looked on my phone. I was like, uh oh, why am I getting a call from him? Um, Mason actually failed his, um, his test today for the, um, for the concussion, only just by slightly. It's like a memory test. I think they show you certain words and you've got to remember what the words are. And he was slightly below the level that he should be at, that he tested at when he was obviously in a perfectly good state. So it just reminds you, um, obviously I'm not comparing those two events at all. Obviously what happened on that field in Cincinnati is way, way far more significant. But the point, the point I'm trying to make is just that you realize how quickly things can change uh, for the worse. And in, in both situations, it sounds like both things are going to turn out okay. And Mason is going to be, is not going to take part in the tournament tomorrow, unfortunately, uh, because he needs to, he's going to get 72 hours over the weekend and then he'll retest. And, and I'm sure at that point he'll be just fine. Well, uh, but yeah, it was good to know that he doesn't have a concussion as such. But right now his recall of facts is not at the same baseline as what it was a few weeks before. But yeah, it is scary. We have seen some injuries at those wrestling events. And when it's not related to you, you don't quite take it on quite as much on board. But as soon as it's one of your own members of your own family, then suddenly it does become suddenly a lot more. And I was talking to him yesterday about how did you, how did school go and everything okay. And um, yeah, and this morning as well as we we're driving, I was telling him, I was telling him about your new job. Um, but yeah, we were kind of talking then, but yeah. What, what, what do you think, by the way? Oh, he thought it was super cool. I was like, of course. Yeah, he wasn't surprised that you could do it, though. I, I said, Matt's been training for this job yeah. his whole life. He's just never had it recorded. Mm. Absolutely. Um, it is, but I um, did mean to tell you at the start, I did leave my phone on because I did need to check. Because I actually asked him, I said, do you need no, me to come pick you fine. up from school? And he said, no, I'm okay. I can watch practice and I can you can get me at the normal time. So um, I did leave my phone on, so I just wanted to check that. But yeah, no, it's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, uh, it's a good thing to be fair, because that they actually have these protocols in place now. Because I guarantee, when I was Masons, I they didn't. I guarantee. Oh no, they did not. So, they did not. So progress has come a long way, and unfortunately, people have had to deal with some unbelievably bad things over the years and injuries. Uh, but now it's so much more better taken care of and thankfully they had the pro the protocols in place I mean obviously it was terrible what happened to a gentleman in the NFL this week we wish him all the best of course but he, but he he is, he has won the game of life and hopefully he can make a full recovery fingers crossed yeah. uh, I don't think he will or not but particularly for wrestlers it was almost a joke a concussion was kind of a joke you get your clock wrong kind of thing like it just was it's one of those things people mm -hmm. people don't didn't realize kind of the long-term effects of it and uh, even the short-term effects mm -hmm. of it but yeah. now as a teacher it's something we have to do every yeah. year we have to do training to make sure we understand the symptoms and how to deal with it afterwards mm -hmm. and all the students that want to take part in any sports in america they have to do that same training as well so they're aware of what to happen in those situations well, and we... obviously mason had one day as well when he had to take that test he had to go and he had to go and yeah. do the do all the stuff when he was in um 
his normal state so they have that baseline so they can test later to find out where things are so well we, we've seen it much better nowadays we've seen it in professional wrestling grabs related back to fresh wrestling um um which is what we are of course directly uh we we can relate it back to that quite easily because we've seen from the injury dan o'brien for example was a prime example that he he wasn't cleared for years because of the injuries he sustained continual concussions um and they were right i don't care what people say they were right to tell him he couldn't wrestle he was not cleared to wrestle until he was medically cleared to do so uh, christopher nowinski uh, for a wrestler, of course, um, retired early due to concussions as well. Had retired, he was incredibly young in his career. Dedicated his his career um of post wrestling to um doing more um things about um uh I think it's I think it's called it CBT. I'm not quite sure CBT on that. Um, the Canadian wrestler, of course, the amount of brain damage he had when he committed the, the terrible atrocities he had. We've seen what concussions can do, unfortunately. Um, Grand Theft Auto have made light of it in some of their games at times and it's the sort of bad taste that you get in a Grand Theft Auto game at times um, but no, it's, um, it's, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. You mentioned The, the Rock there at the beginning of course um, of course his baby the XFL um, he, he bought it off Vince, it's restarting back people are not happy Why are they not happy? People are not happy because every time the XFL starts Something bad happened at the end of it. Um, in 2000 and 2001, 9-11 happened. Um, generally, people have been saying this. At the end of the last one, COVID happened. Um, they're saying this one, what's going to happen this time? Said, I'm like, can people stop being so pessimistic about a football league? I think you also said earlier people are idiots as well. And, uh, if true. you're going to make a connection based on two, there's something bad happens every single year. There's something good that happens every single year. Um, that's absolutely ridiculous. Clearly, those events have nothing to do. That would be an example of causation rather than correlation. Yes, although the Aaron Ramsey thing is genuine. Unbelievable. I'm, Aaron Ramsey. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you're joking. If, uh, unfortunately, it, 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 it is a creepy... Pretty creep. famous dies every single day. It is creepy coincidental, is what I'm saying. That, that's absolutely ridiculous. Somebody famous dies every day. There's so many famous people. I'm part of a group on Facebook that was to help people like myself, two other people from the group that we know on FT316, who miss deaths um, of English people because we're in America, so they're not going to get reported. Oh, and every that. single day on that website, there is somebody who's reported who died. So mm -hmm. there's just so many celebrities. You just take any of your fields, like wrestling, then you take soccer, then you take sports in general, then you take actors, then you take musicians. There's so many people that we're aware of. Mm. Um, so it's not surprising. Someone did post a picture of everyone who, of all the famous people who passed away in 2002. And oh. oh, oh my God, I lost count. I lost count of who's that. I didn't know who that was. But clearly it was some famous sort of thing. It's, it's The thing that I didn't realise to begin with, and as I get older, I realise it now, people comment about the fact that it seems like it's getting more and more. Now, part of that is because social media reports it better. But it's also because as you get older, you recognise more people as well. So you obviously have some people who you know because of probably what your parents watch on TV, etc. But then as you're growing older yourself, you recognise those people. But you also recognise people who you've grown into in a certain years. So there's a lot more knowledge there. So you're more aware of people who died than people who are younger but yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot but no that's absolute garbage that's good cop bad cop does not and does not um the opinions of matt do not necessarily reflect the opinions of good cop bad cop with regards I to was the, trying uh... to lighten it 
lightly. Conspiracy theories. I love it slightly, Graham, that was all. Uh, uh-huh. It is purely coincidental, but I'm saying that's a I'm saying that a lot of people do like to make that joke on a regular basis, and I'm thinking like, you wouldn't say uh-huh. you wouldn't, you wouldn't say one of your family, that's for sure. All okay. right, come on, give me a speed check. Okay, um, people on Twitter, this is a regular code I'm aware. The marks for Sasha Banks. Can you all please stop being so effing creepy? Seriously, it is getting beyond a joke now. Mercedes Monet, as she now calls herself, um, rocked up a new Japan um, and botched her new finisher. Uh, some people saying it was Kyrie's fault. I'm sorry. They would have practiced that in advance. She botched it. I don't care what anyone else is going to come at, come at me by all means, guys. I don't care. Okay, Mercedes, Mercedes Monet balls up an arm bar. Okay. I am sick and tired of otherwise people thinking that. And the last thing I want to mention, Graham, is um, a new podcast that debuted on Visionaries Global Media this week, Graham. Um, this is a bad cop moment? Um, you, you ass. You, <laughs> you drafted in some retiree to, to co-host with you, Graham. Uh, uh, he was a co-host, and he was a guest. <laughs> Um, it was he, he was a guest as your co-host for the gram, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, here we go, sort of thing. Um, uh, I have to admit, I've only got halfway through it, um, but that's because I had to listen to uh, I had to be able to catch on a Morty and Fitch Christmas vision, which I'm an hour into, and you haven't got past level the, the thick thing fighter at this point, and I'm I'm still I'm still wondering why the fuck was I not invited to that, but. <laughs> Hold on, so what's the bad cop moment? My the bad, new podcast, the bad cop is the fact, the fact that you haven't... The, the bad cop is the fact that I keep getting overlooked for co-host duties. You haven't been overlooked. You were the first person I invited. But I mentioned I had two people at home. You're you're invited for episode three. So I'm, you're in- I'm just... <laughs> I'm teasing on both counts. I was a bit short on bad cop stuff this week. Alright, fair enough. I did notice, and this was a this was a very pleasing moment for me. Um, I know most people listen on iTunes, not SoundCloud, but it at least gives us some idea of people's list uh people how much people listening. So after 24 hours, um, we obviously came out a day after Good Cop Bad Cop. Um, Good Card Bad Card trading podcast actually had as many listens as uh, Good Cop Bad Cop. I was like, that's not bad. I know people will listen to a first episode to give it a try, and then normally it drops right off. Uh, but I was like, okay, I, I appreciate people giving it a listen. I do have somebody who has reached out to me, so I do have another future guest as well. So I have at least four people straight away, and I will be reaching out to other people to ask. But it was nice that somebody asked and said, hey, I would I would appear on the show. I was like, cool, that's, that's good to know. Um, it will only be once every two weeks. I'm not trying to do anything more than that. Somebody was concerned about my mental health trying to do too much. I was like, no, I'm only doing it every two weeks. But there is very little prep. And as you all have known, Matt, from the bit that you listened to, there is zero editing. (laughs) It's literally banging in the music at the start. And that's it. It's only 40 minutes anyway. It doesn't need breaking into segments. We've already been talking for over an hour. So we have to put something in in between little segments to break it up a little bit but yeah no i was i i didn't want to mention it as a good cop moment but i i was very happy how the record went um the format going forward is definitely going to be good card bad card and wild card that was something i when i listened back it was something i mentioned on the show and i was like that's perfect. i like that i like that, yeah, that, that that's exactly what that, that third goes the t-shirt 
Yeah, it, it worked pretty good. So we won't be mentioning, there's no mention of cop except for in the very first sentence of the show. Um, so we're not doing devil's advocates or anything like that. But I think it's, obviously it's still a sister podcast in a little bit, but the basic format. It doesn't have to be baseball. No, this week it was uh, predominantly football. Um, I have somebody who wants to talk wrestling with me as well. Um, Jackson, I have no idea what he's going to talk about. Yeah, and I have, you have suggested other people to reach out to who would be perhaps Pokemon card collectors and things like that. Oh, somebody did mention that they're a magic card as well. I thought that was a game, not a collection. Magic, thing, magic, so magic, magic the Gathering. Yes, that would be yeah. Michael Pellegrini grave for you, I follow you. Oh, well, I had another person that mentioned oh. that they, were, they had that. So I, right, I, I have a game, Graham. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's the the idea was um, I, I was concerned it might be a little too short, but when I looked when I stopped recording with Mason, I was like, oh shoot, we had forty minutes and we didn't even really try. So it was to start a conversation, and that that's how it worked out. So I I was really happy with how the first one went, and it was good to chat with Mason again. I'm glad I waited till January the first, so he has at least another year of it. Keeps his podcasting license going, as it were, or something like yeah. that. He's he's recorded a podcast in 2023. I um I did um I actually did a, a little thing for work today after recording, and they were asking about podcasting. And I mentioned about podcast about how the work one they keep to half an hour, and I said this, and I said like it's a, it's always best to keep it nice and short because people tune out otherwise. And I realized how much of a hypocrite I was being. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, Graham. Okay. That's why, of course, uh, the alternative cracker was like seven hours long. <laughs> they're all, I always make sure they're ridiculously long. What's your speed check then, Graham? Um, you know that in events like a, a Royal Rumble, I hate it when somebody goes out under the middle rope or, or whatever and then hides for 30 minutes and then you think somebody's won and then it's like, oh no, they were never eliminated and they come back. Okay, go ahead. You got a point of correction that's going to be trivial. No, I probably not, said not- the wrong name. Not at all. I was about oh, to okay. em- about to emphasize your point by saying, like, like when we went to WrestleMania weekend, we watched four battle royals, and all having every single one. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It's a stupid rule. If you're out of the ring for more than thirty seconds, you should be eliminated straight away. Um, the GCW event that I mentioned earlier, and we're going to talk about again in a second in fan cop moments. Uh, Masha Slamovich was part of it, and um, I didn't watch the whole event because it was like an hour long, and I wanted I cut to the chase. I saw most of the eliminations for the last twenty minutes, so I watched the last twenty minutes. Saw Masha get hit, knocked out the ring again, and did we see her for the next twenty minutes? No. Uh, we thought we had a winner, and um, I, I'm trying to remember who the person was. I can't remember who made it to the end. I want to say it was Blake Christian, but I'm not 100% sure now. And then Masha came in. Masha got the win. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I love Masha winning that event, but the circumstances, she's such a badass. She doesn't need to do that. I think it's better when a type of figure like Zelina Vega or Josh Fuller does that because their characters are sneaky. And they're trying to win under heel circumstances. But for Masha to do that, I didn't like it at all. I, I was really disappointed when I saw that's how she won it. Uh, besides that, though, the event itself was a really good battle royal. Um, some really cool people came in on that. Matt Tremont was in there. And uh, Lance uh, Mance Warner, who I haven't seen since he uh, broke his leg, I want to say. Great to see uh, Warner back in it as well. Uh, Mansa back in it. Um, yeah, um, Jordan Oliver was in it as well. Some some really cool names were in there. So yeah, that's it. Just that one thing. Wait, that was that was a bad cop. Yeah, the way she won it. 
Okay, that threw me off. That completely threw me off. I don't like that. I don't like that as a finish for a battle royal. Somebody disappearing for 15 minutes. Because the commentators even said, like, how hard was Masha Slamovich hit that she had that she couldn't even make it into the ring for 15 minutes? And I was like, I agree. Doesn't work. I Does so not sorry, work as a story. She wasn't trying to be sneaky. She was, it, yeah, I didn't like it. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> it completely, it completely threw me off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's because you're looking at your phone and not concentrating. I'm get, I'm uh, because game. I want to make sure I actually get something right for later on. That's all. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. I think that's everything from us. Shall we listen to what our guests had to, uh, what our fans had to say, Matt? Absolutely. All right. Fan call moments. Bring it on. All right, fan cop moments time. Um, I nearly forgot to put that out of the tweet again, Matt. I'm so out of the habit of doing it. But hey, I just about remembered before I went to bed last night and I retweeted this morning. So I know we have a few responses. So I'm going to kick off with a high five, Tom, to begin with. Uh, best cop moment? Well, I am a bit behind, but finally watched the Speedball Mike Bailey versus Brian Keith match from Freelance on IWTV. And it was worth all the hype. Bad cop moment, my good cop moment being from 2022. I need to be more present. Um, I think I did assure Tom that some of my moments were from 2022 because that was still part of the last week. So I think that's perfectly okay. Tom has recommended now, I'm on IWTV, that I watch some of the freelance stuff. And I said, I still have four and a half hours of uh, uh, New Year's Eve stuff to watch from um, IWTV first. So I don't know if I'm going to get to it. But what a good problem to have. So much, so much wrestling that I want to see. So Ain't, ain't that the truth, Graham? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go to UTT Rob. Uh, good cop moment. The whole of the original glow now being public on YouTube. Um, bad cop moment. John Laurinaitis is being booked for appearances, but have now been thankfully cancelled. WTF cop moment. Vince McMahon's plan return. That I don't know on radio, unfortunately. Um, and best cop moment. Um, um, the matter that UK thing debut. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and a lot of people, uh, and then you got um, Morty assuming a high five. Tom looked like somebody and sounded like somebody. Um, I'm assuming that's all in good. That's all in good fun. Good fun. But Rob has he linked in the thread there to on YouTube directly, so people can find it and watch it. Glow is great, guys. Go check it out. Uh, mm-hmm. Ivory was in Glow. Okay, Hall of Famer. Uh, five nerds go. Good cop. Wrestle Kingdom being fun. Bad cop. Whatever Mercedes was attempting. It was also an awful name. Um, and a new category here, Matt. Uh, nonce cop. And <laughs> whatever Vince is playing at. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mercedes Monet. Right. There's an accent on the E, but he was too lazy to use. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to Woodism app of Ben from. Uh... Uh, he's amazing, he's an amazing guy. Um, good cop moment. Moxley's mic failing twice, but still letting rip a great promo and making Hangman look like a moron. Bad cop moment. Mercedes Monet's hair. It was odd, and yeah, absolutely wrong. Um, worst cop moment. The VKM rumors and Shane's son saying it would be a win. Have you seen a picture of what he looks like, Graham? Declan mm-hmm. man. No. It look. He looks like Vince. Oh, okay. Like Shane, like Vince. Hmm. Ooh. Okay, move on. 
Now, I got one, actually, I noticed I was looking through my bookmarks. Um, ben actually sent us a late one after we'd recorded, and I put it in my bookmarks, and I forgot to mention it. So a bonus one from December 15th. Good cop, Roxanne winning the title. Regardless of the Mandy Rose situation, it made sense story-wise, was a good moment. And bad cop, Samoa Joe's match at final battle being utterly redundant. No Wardlow, and again, with the title changes, the Ring of Honor belts are irrelevant. So apologies to Ben. I said I would read it out the next episode, and then we totally forgot. So apologies on that. It's all good. Matt, I'll let you do the next one. Uh, that's for sure. Okay, I'm going to go to, uh, to Scottish Danny, uh, Scottish Juggalo. Um, bad cop, Vince, dot, 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 dot. Good cop, this month sees the 15-year anniversary of the 2008 Royal Rumble, in which, in turn, he's the debut of one of my favourite commentators, Mike Adamley, who botched Jeff Hardy's name on his debut. Called him Jeff Harvey. Yes, indeed. Um, I'd like to point out that I have never got anyone's name wrong on commentary. Just saying. Very small sample size, but we'll give you that for right now. Uh, just in time, 2-1-1. Best cop, all shows are hitting strongly right at the beginning of the year. And worst cop, the continuous talk of Vince McMahon coming back. That's the In Time Wrestling podcast game you're going to there, not just in time. I'm uh, reading his Twitter handle out. Um, oh, he changed his channel. I thought he had said hello. I apologize. I apologize, Graham. Don't follow your eyes at me. I'll mute you. Okay. We talked uh, about this on episode 212 because I thought it was episode 211. I, I didn't even see I didn't even see the handle, Graham, because now it, it hit the handle because of Look on mine, Graham. It was actually hiding a handle. Okay, go ahead. Next. Okay. <laughs> that BFR... I don't have your screen up. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the tweet. So I can't at see BFR it. JCB. Mute myself. Um, good cop moment. Omega versus Osprey. Fuck you, Osprey. Lived up to and it superseded the hype. Rare when that ever happens. And bad cop moment. Mercedes Sasha fan reaction. NJPW fans aren't going to scream loud for appearances. Not a negative reaction to her. Botched spot is actually on Kyrie to boot. JPB, we're going to have words. <laughs> oh, there we go. we got to have him on again this year. And final one, as far as I can tell, Matt, is uh, Queen of the Indies, Tiffany. At loves to dream 82. I better do the full thing or else I'm going to get chastised again. Uh, best moment of 2022, Nick Wayne getting signed to AEW. Yes, I mentioned Nick Wayne earlier. Nick Wayne appeared on Tiffany's podcast as well. I was very impressed with his... The way he handled, like, as such a young man, the way that he dealt with a podcast, like, he's going to be fine. Obviously, he's not a first-generation wrestler anyway, so he's got that sort of experience. But, yeah, really good. All right, thank you to everybody who responded this week. We'll put out a similar one next week. Oh, oh God, big one. Go ahead. Did you do Dan Griffin for a start? I thought so. I thought you did Dan Griffin. No. I don't know. Perhaps not then. Go ahead. Give Dan Griffin. Dan Griffin. And it was one also from someone else as well, Graham, as well. Uh, good cup moment. Wrestle Kingdom was a lot of fun and chock for the bangers. Okay. Uh, bad cop. Six hours is too long for a show, even Wrestle Kingdom. Best cop moment. Leon Slater making his name in GCW, repping the UK at only 18 years old. 
Oh, that was that's really ironic because that was the one that I didn't. That's who Nick Wayne faced. That that kid was phenomenal, and I deleted it from my moments uh, after I saw he mentioned that. But I knew he was from the UK because I heard that on commentary. I did not realize he was eighteen. The flip that he did over the corner ring post to the outside to get to Nick Wayne, it yeah. was a great match. That wasn't a short match. That was like twelve minutes. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah definitely a talent. I want to know. Good match. About. Plenty of time to get everything over. Get everything in. It's wonderful. And worst got moment is that we the VK return to the board. Now I've got one last thing here, Graham. It was I just scrolled through and I didn't see any more. So it's a bad cop moment from Good Cop Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast <laughs> because somebody can't remember what tweet account they're tweeting from. Uh well that was a comment. That wasn't a tweet. <laughs> you... I responded to Tiffany's from the wrong account. The pit the images are similar, so deleted it. <laughs> So I acknowledged it. As Graham said, thank you everybody for listening and thank you for taking part. Uh, Graham will drop the message again next week and we will look forward to hearing your fan comments next week. Good! Bad! Alright, take it away, Matt. Sister Brothers and Non-Binary Others, welcome to the Advocate Round for episode 220 of Good Cop Wrestling Good Cop, Good Cop Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast Kitty Teeth in Matt. This is where myself and Graham throw a devil's advocate at each other, which um, is usually wrestling themed or otherwise, but we're pushed for time, so we're just going to do one. Um, if you've got a problem with what we say, take it with Michael Pellegrini at Dying Format on Twitter. Graham, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm going to go first. I, I apologize. I did mention the fact that I might get suddenly called up to leave early, but we got through most of the show. So we'll say what we wanted to talk about for another episode. It's it's not time specific anyway. All right. Your devil's advocate from me is um, I don't think London should get money in the bank. Um, I think far more deserving would be Riyadh. Riyadh is somewhere which hasn't had one of the biggest events. Yes, they've had a Royal Rumble match there before, Graham, but it would have been a belt. Something important here. Money in the bank, you guarantee it'll be a world champion, unless you're Austin Fury, of course. Um, you need to make sure that you that you have the big event in the big places where all the money is. Money in the bank, money in the Saudis. There you go. That'll work. It better uh, softball, but it was seeing as it came up, it was something that I was like, Yeah, I I, I know. <laughs> I left a bad taste in your mouth. It was good enough then. It was good enough. Right, uh, okay. Um, my, my wrestling one's no good, Graham, to be fair, but can I give you my non-wrestling one instead? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, Graham, your non-wrestling topic to defend is I will eat anything, Tartar. I don't understand what that is. Are you talking about Tartar sauce? I don't even as know what in, you're talking as about. As in steak Tartar. I don't know what steak Tartar is, so I can't oh. even... Oh, I will eat raw steak. Okay. Well, absolutely. If it's good enough for our bosses out in Wisconsin, if it, I'm already told High Five Tom eats them regularly. Um, I think I saw that. I don't know if Chad eats them, but I think he said some relatives do, or he's a bit sad. So, yeah, absolutely. We obviously go with our American friends. They're by far the smartest people with regards to things like that. So, you would trust us. What do Brits know about food anyway? Bishop tells us all the time. So, I'd eat raw meat. Beef. Blech. I can't talk, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess we're talking about cannibal. I guess we're not talking about cannibal sandwiches on a different episode, then I guess we can't well, talk about it. The, the, the reason why it came up was because of what Graham shared in the week. Uh, I, th- I said I would address it on the show, and I am doing so. Um, ta- um, it's perfectly fine to eat. You can eat steak. You can eat beef tartare, um, that, I mean, uncooked and raw. Um, but you, but um, it's best if you don't do it the way they had it there. Minced? No. Don't mince it. Because then you mince it, you mixing the bacteria in. Always take it off the bone, wash it, 
and then sear it. Tell me how you've made this shorter. <laughs> you were going to talk about this in an open agenda. I said I need to keep this short because i got to get going. And now you're doing exactly the same thing anyway. I was done. I was we're done. out of here. Boom. I was done. <laughs> we'll be back into that next week, guys. On behalf of us all, we're out of here. Follow at Good Bad Cards. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.